0: Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas, and today we're going to visit with our friends from the Mid-Minnesota Women's Center and the Alex and Brandon Child Safety Center. And our guests today include Lenora Zitu. Uh, Lenora is the community relations and volunteer coordinator. Vicky Flores with us. She's the programs manager. And Skylar Starry is with us. She is the lead visitation supervisor. First of all, ladies, welcome to community. Thanks. Folk. Good Ken, afternoon. Thank you having Ken. Us. Yeah, great to have you here. Um, let's back up and maybe Vicky will start with you. But uh, tell us how the year has been. Uh, let's start first of all with uh, what you do and and uh, how many, uh, if you will. Ladies, you have served, or people you have served this year.
1: Perfect. So, um, we are a twenty-four hour crisis domestic violence shelter, and we also have our Alex and Brandon Child Safety Center, where we do supervised visits and safe exchanges. Mm -hmm. And the shelter, we um, provide, you know, advocacy, um, community resources. We. provide safety and shelter for men women and children and their pets Um, you know we always want to remember the pets because pets are used as a really leveraged tool for some people absolutely and so we're excited that we have those opportunities and um, we help do court support um, which this year obviously looks a little different because a lot of the court is done zoom Um, and so we are you know busy this year has been really just trying to figure out the in and outs of you know how things look with everything that 's been going on in our country and so um, yeah we we provide services to really people um, their self goal oriented services, so we don 't tell or make anyone do certain things, so right. we help people file for order for protections or harassment orders. Um, we work closely with law enforcement and you know just trying to keep people safe men women children and their pets safe yeah
0: was, we know last year uh, covid uh, complicates everything you do and and this yes. year with the uh, with the virus going on the delta variant we we still are dealing with this but last year we saw this big uptick in domestic violence and is is that still happening?
1: It is unfortunately. We yeah. wish every day like we're probably the only place that says we wish we didn't have a job because that would mean that domestic violence went away and unfortunately our numbers have like skyrocketed. skyrocketed. They are higher. And, um, you know, thankfully, we're there to provide the services for people that do reach out to us. Um, we've had a lot more calls um, from local uh, health departments whether it's mental health or it's hospitals we've had a lot more calls from you know the the staff there the professionals in that area and so it's it's interesting we've had more men um that we've provided services to so it's just all the way around um it's just been an increase it's it's been a hard year yeah yeah I
2: think it's statewide, though. Ken. you know we're seeing and you watch the news, you see it on the TV. There are shootings daily. It's uh, the violence is just on a super huge uptick, and it so it's not just our community, but statewide and probably nationwide. So um, we're in. It's just kind of a crazy times that we're in, and we're, everybody's trying to navigate it. So we're doing our best and staying open and helping uh, the people in our community best we can.
0: Uh, Lenora, I know that you are the volunteer coordinator, and we've been asking about (laughs) volunteers because, again, COVID complicates everything. What's the status there?
2: Well, at this time, you know, we're we're letting people make the choices of whether or not they're comfortable uh, with coming in on a personal level and whether or not they want to mask up. Of course, we're still following all the guidelines that are were mandated by, um, but uh, August was a super busy month. We had uh, a lot of community give back programs we did, so we were invited to do the Crowing County bingo for the fair, which was uh, super fun, um, and we had a lot of volunteers for that. And then we also had our Family Fun Day event, which is our community give back. We weren't able to do it last year. We host it down at uh, Lum Park and it's a free event, free food, free entertainment. Um, and then it's followed up by the ski-, ski Loons out on Rice Lake. Super fun and um, give back to the community there. And then the end of the month, we did the Crow Wing County, our second annual garage sale, which also... Um, we feel is a great way for us to give back to the community because um a lot of families that are in need of school clothes and and items that they need for the children um it kind of goes full circle and then we still make a little bit of money and because of not being able to really host any fundraising it was it was excellent so we do i want do want to give a huge shout out to Gary Duset and the Croing County Fairgrounds for taking such amazing. great care of us and putting
1: up with us through the month of august so yeah. Thanks, Gary. <laughs> and and too, Ken, that was really kind of the driving decision behind us doing the garage sale again. Was how much amazing feedback we got from parents who said that was where I got my kids' school clothes from. Wow! And so it was huge to hear that 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 was helpful and how helpful it was. And so um, we were like, you know, listen, we got to listen to them, and this is yep. what they need, and this is what they asked for, and so we've got to give it to them again. It, and and it it was, a blast. I yeah, mean, it it's well, sure. it's a lot we of work get to see a lot of our community
2: <laughs> members and it's a great opportunity to see the faces again and let people know, you know, we're we're doing groups again and giving out passing out information and just reconnecting. So, it was excellent. Yeah.
0: That's fantastic. Well, and and we should mention, I mean, because you are a 501c3, you do need to fundraise, don't you?
1: Yes. And the other really cool thing is that all of the leftover items we found a home for them so we don't and it wasn't the dump and (laughs) i mean we you know the um dv trailer just a, a lot of different places that got to use the things that were left over um, so we're excited about that. And we, we are. We
2: have the greatest community partners and, and really feel blessed that we live in this uh, Region 5 community and and how supportive. And when we ask, they step up not just once but tenfold. So,
1: so nothing super, went to
2: waste. Super yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: That was. We were yep. proud of that.
0: That's wonderful. Yeah. Now, as we head for October, uh, that's a special month.
1: It is. Domestic Violence Awareness um, Month starts October 1st. And so we will be kicking off our the first of October with doing a Lakeland current um, TV series and yeah. so we're excited about that yep. um, and so that'll be the start of ours we will be doing photos um, because we post photos it's a national um, awareness date is October 1st for um, domestic violence awareness and so we'll be doing um, asking people to come in purple so we can take your picture so that we can post it. And um, the candle vigil on the 12th. We'll be doing the candlelight vigil on October 12th. We do that every year to um, honor honor the men, women, and children who was lost due to domestic violence. It doesn't include everyone because there's some cases that have not been completed yet. And so, you know, if there's somebody that you feel that we... Possibly missed. Make sure that you reach out to us because we can pass the information on to Live Violence Free, who comes up with the list. Um, they work with the uh, police departments and to figure out which cases have been deemed as domestic violence. And so um, we will be doing that. It'll be a closed event um, due to COVID. We want to make sure that we're keeping everybody safe, yeah. but we will be doing a Facebook Live on the 12th at 6:30. We'll start at 630, and then we'll also have it recorded so that everybody can share, because it is such an honor for us to be able to do this event to, you know... Celebrate. Celebrate the ones that we've lost and um, due to that, so... Yeah. Yeah.
0: And as we um, focus on domestic violence in October... um, I don't know. Is there programs going on that uh, that tie in with? I mean, you 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 help those that go through this, but are there some prevention programs out there? Is there education programs that are trying to just? Teach both men and women that violence is not the answer.
1: So there is. We're always out in the community. We try to be whether it's by Zoom or that we get to be in person. We just got to yeah. We just got to be in the college um, to do a presentation um, law with law enforcement yep. students, and so we are here and we are definitely willing and wanting. And our groups um, to are open. It. We're inviting
2: people, which are excited about that's growing again. So you know we're taking it day by day and, um, seeing what uh, the community needs are. So. Yeah. But we wanted to also take an opportunity to introduce um, one of our newer members, or a promoted member. Vicki, want to go ahead? So and-
1: this is Skylar Stari and she is our newest member of the management team for Minnesota Women's Center, and she's our lead visitation supervisor at Alex and Brennan Child Safety Center. So we're excited that she's with us.
0: Yeah.
1: I sure am, since the start of July, and yeah. I'm excited to be here.
0: Good, Skylar. <laughs> Yeah, and and that's an important uh, component of what you do, is the Alex and Brandon uh, Child Safety Center. Yes,
1: we do supervised visitations and exchanges over there. And then we let, um, once in a while, we'll have custody evaluators and the parents and the children come in, and just them will do by themselves rather than supervised by us for documents for court and stuff.
0: Yeah. It's, well, it's a lot of work. It's, yeah.
1: you know, both both of our facilities are a lot of work, but we're so grateful that we get to be here. And we're grateful for you that you're giving us this opportunity oh, to yeah. make sure that the community knows that we're still here. And we haven't, you know, we haven't missed a day. We haven't closed up for it, not even so. a minute. Yeah. Thanks to our executive director,
2: Shannon Musso, And it really primarily what's her decision um, to keep our doors open through this entire chaos and really feel blessed blessed because we're desperately needed and uh, we continue our work here so uh, but we've had tremendous support through this all uh, from Niswa Alliance and our Sertoma groups and um, we also have a new uh, board officers Vicky,
1: you want to tell them about that oh you can we do Uh, it's exciting
2: Yep, so there's been a change of hands. Our new uh, chair is uh, Mike Cook. Um, our Congratulations! Yes, yeah, so Mike's great addition to our team, and um, so we're, we're excited. Yeah, we're super excited to have him on board um, and see what this uh, new board. We're do- doing some uh, re- reinventing on our on the Mid Minnesota Women's Center um, stuff. Vicky, do you want to share with that? With
1: our strategic planning, yeah, yeah. so that you know and we're we're branding. always in the, the realm of wanting to make things better. Sure. Um, a few years and stay ago, current. yeah, and stay current. And the a uh, few years ago, um, it had kind of all started because someone had said to Shannon when she very first started, you know, I I, I want to see your name change. And so we're working on changing the name of the shelter so or the mm-hmm. organization so that it's not called Women's. Anymore, that we're being more inclusive. And so we're working on that right now. That has been a huge undertaking. Um, it is. So, yeah, so we will be having a new name announced relatively it, soon, and, but yeah. not too soon. And I, and I do
2: think it's super important because the name is a little bit deceiving. We've always been there for um, all of the... Women, men, whatever, we've always served. I get that question a lot when I present, is when do you start helping men? And we always have. Um, and, of course, our rules are such that you have to be of a certain age, and when you're over that, you have to be hotel or moteled. But, um, uh, unfortunately, the uptick on violence against men is, is really huge. And, um, but we are definitely there for them, and um, we're excited about it. Yeah. look yeah. forward to the change. I think it'll it'll um, create a lot more awareness that we're here for for all human beings. Yeah. So and their pets. Need,
0: yeah, and their and pets. Their pets yes. So if
2: you need help, we are we're here for you.
0: And in the meantime, uh, do you have any uh, needs? Because I know we talk about volunteers, but you also take donations, and is that still happening? And. And, and do you need anything specific that our, our listeners, I know, are always so generous this they whole area are. responds so well?
1: Wonderful. We're really lucky. Um, there is. You know, of course, monetary donations are always things that we can use. A lot of the grants have ties to them, so they can only be used for specific things. So when monetary donations are given, you know, we kind of give Shannon a little more leeway of what things we can purchase with those. Sure. Um, but there's also, like, Dial-A-Ride passes um, stamps. stamps stamps. Stamps are something, you know, snail mail stamps are something that a lot of people don't realize that, you know, people still have bills they send out and things like that. So stamps is something. Um, Dial-a-ride passes, gas cards, canned food, you know, things that we can or snacks that we can share between both buildings um, because some of the... You know, the kids that come to the safety center, we have a kitchen there. And so the families are able to bake together or, yeah. you know, may, make meals together. And so, um, but they're not allowed to bring food in. And so that gives them an opportunity. Mm-hmm. And, so and to, also moving so. forward, I think
2: one of our, our next big goals for uh, the organization is that we are looking at replacing the flooring we had the big uh, push for the roof which we got completed and so our next uh, big goal is to get the flooring on both facilities replaced so i think that'll be something you'll be hearing a lot more about so yeah our floor has been there for a long
0: time yeah (laughs) 43
1: years (laughs) got some miles on it
0: wow yeah
1: so yes we still take donations though and um yeah we're just we're excited to be here
0: yeah is there a way to donate on your website
1: There is, yes. So if they go to the website, there's a donate button um, that they can click on and uh, a link that takes them through the process. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, excellent. Well, that's
1: of course, Ken, sorry I didn't mean to interrupt you. Our phone number, if they ever want to call us or have a question or want to reach out for education purposes or for services. Or for volunteering. Um, And I just want to point out, that our services are confidential. So we don't share um, anything unless we have permission from that person to share. So our phone number is 218-828-1216 is the shelter's phone number. So give us a call for lots of
2: different reasons. Even if you have just questions or... Are, are unsure about something or interested in volunteering and what we have. And I love, love, love to give tours. Um, I think it's amazing to show people exactly the services we provide. And when they've had an opportunity to walk through the buildings and see, I think it opens people's eyes to uh, exactly what we do. So, but thank you so much for having us, Ken. Oh, it's, it's
0: wonderful to see you. Yeah. And thank you for the work you're doing here yeah, in central it. Minnesota. Because I know you cover a big, uh, A big territory, if you will. We
1: do. So our coverage is Region 5. So we have Cass, Crowing, Todd, Morrison, and Wadena. So our area is huge, um, but we're here. And if, you know, if we – there is times that we get full, but we – you know, we always have coaches and cots.
0: and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Just reach out. Make
0: it happen. Yes. Huh? Yeah. All right. Well, ladies, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, Ken. And we'll remind our listeners again, check out the website or give them a call at 828-1216. Yes. If you want to volunteer or make donations, please do so. And uh, is the information on the Candlelight Vigil on October 12th on your website as well?
1: Yes, it's on our Facebook page. On the Facebook page. Yes, Facebook page.
0: All right. We'll invite our listeners to look for that because uh, even though it's not open to the public, there will be be a video posted online. Yes. Very good. Thank Ladies. you,
1: Ken. Thanks, Ken.
2: Have a thank great day.
0: Thank you, and thank you for what you do. Our guests today include Lenora Zito. Lenora is the Community Relations and Volunteer Coordinator, Vicki Floor, the Programs Manager, and Skylar Starry. She is the Lead Visitation Supervisor, all at the Mid-Minnesota Women's Center and the Alex and Brandon Child Safety Center. I'm Ken Thomas, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. Our Community Focus programs are available to listen to anytime. They're on our website, 1067 WJ jjy.com. You can also find them on our free mobile app that's powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.